on this episode of The James Quandall Show. We focus on our own feelings and needs. It's less about blame and that, that that's much less likely to put the other person on the defensive. So we're, we're going to be much more uh, successful in, in feeling hurt and getting our way when, when we make it about us versus the other person. Dave Kirpin is a serial entrepreneur, New York Times bestselling author, and global keynote speaker. Dave is the co-founder and co-CEO of Apprentice, a platform that connects entrepreneurs with the brightest college students. Previously in his career, Dave was the founder and chairman of Likeable Local, a social media software company serving thousands of small businesses, as well as the chairman and co-founder of Likeable Media, an award-winning social media and word-of-mouth marketing agency for big brands. Dave's newest book, The Art of People, 11 Simple People Skills That Will Get You Everything You Want, is out now. What, what I really am excited to talk to you about today is what it's like to work with a spouse. And I'll preface that with the fact that my wife left her full-time job just two months ago to work with me at home on our businesses because they've been growing and um, it, it just seemed like the right move to make. Well, congratulations, and um, no wonder you want to ask me about what it's like to work with a spouse. You have both your audience and yourself in mind. That's always my goal, is to learn something myself and help anyone who might be possibly listening as well. (laughs) Sounds sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, Let's just start with what it is like to to be a longtime uh, partner with your spouse and, and, and work with them. Like, What have you learned? Yeah, I mean, I think, first of all, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's the best. And it has lots of challenges, which I'll, of course I'll talk about. But once those challenges are figured out, who better to partner with than somebody I'm already partnered with, right? I mean, I mean, partnership in business is, is all about trust. Trust is absolutely the most important quality by far in a, in a successful partnership. So who, who can I trust more in the world than somebody that I've taken an oath to spend the rest of my life with, right? So I, for me, at the end of the day, it's, it's the most amazing, amazing thing. And I'm so grateful that we've been able to, to do that. Now, that said, uh, there, there are lots of communication. There, there, there are lots of challenges to be worked out. And for us, we had big communication issues in the beginning. We, we had to learn about boundaries and roles and be extra clear and extra communicative to avoid, uh, to avoid the pitfalls, right? I mean, um, as great as it can be and as great, frankly, as it has been over the years for Carrie and me, we, we also, you know, in the beginning, we fought a lot and we brought issues from work to home and issues from home to work. And, you know, that was not so fun. Did you always work out of the house together or, or did you have offices in the home? We always worked out of the house together. So the, so the house was always sort of a, a safe space in that regard? Yeah. You would think maybe theoretically, and of course, eventually it became that. But in the beginning, when we're building a business, so, you know, entrepreneurship is 24-7 to an extent, even if, even if you're able to set some boundaries, you're still thinking about things a lot. And uh, so, yeah, in the beginning, uh, we were absolutely talking about uh, work, sometimes fighting about work uh, at, at, at home. And that, that, that was absolutely challenging. But yeah, to your point, as we got better at it, we were able to better separate work time from home time, work time from personal time. Yeah, so where we're at right now, 
my wife and I are working in the same house. Our offices are in the house. So, and we're in a 700 square foot place. And so this is our home. This is where we work out. This is where we cook. This is where we eat. This is where we work. This is where we're doing everything. So we don't have work is everywhere, which has its perks, but it can also make it tricky to turn off work and, and, and nourish the, the regular life things that we should be doing together. It's, it's, it's very tricky. And um, it, for us, we saw a purpose for a bit. And um, yeah, we, we really, we, we did the work, I think, required to, to figure it out. But it, it's, it's tricky. And it's all, you know, for us, we learned to use I statements and be clear and be communicative with each other so that when there were issues, we were better equipped to deal with them. Um, but yeah, the, the smaller the space, the harder that can be. Can you give me an example of what an I statement would look like? Because I don't know what that means. Sure. So first, I'll tell you the op- what an I what 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 the opposite of an I statement is. You're driving me crazy. Why are you all? Why are you always focused on the revenue when we need to make the bottom line? Why can't you see this is the wrong direction to go? For you statements, those are filled with blame. An I statement might be, I'm feeling unheard about this situation. I'm feeling frustrated about our current lack of profitability. Um, I'm feeling upset and rejected by the, you know, the words that you said when I shared my idea. Mm-hmm. So when we, when we, when we share, our, and, and, and by the way, this is good stuff for working with a partner, but it's really, really good stuff for any relationship of any kind uh right um when when we we focus on our own feelings and needs it's less about blame and that that that's much less likely to put the other person on the defensive so we're we're going to be much more um uh successful in 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 feeling heard and getting our way when when we make it about us versus the other person yeah that's a good uh, lesson not just with a life partner but business partners too and i'm sure probably a lot of the things that we're going to talk about would benefit any type of work partnership and in any way, because it's really just about communication and having boundaries and expressing yourself well. So can you think of some of the boundaries that you've had to set to succeed in work and business with your spouse? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned roles. It was really important to define roles. And so areas of focus, areas of of expertise areas of a focus. So if I if I was fo- if I were focused on sales, she wouldn't be able to come in and you know tell me what to do around sales. And if she was focused on finances, I I would have no place coming in and telling her what I thought of of finances. I think I think that's most important and sticking to those with with communication boundaries around the when and the where. When we're on a date, we don't talk work ever. We don't talk work. And that was hard at first. And it was, it was harder for one of us. I won't say who. It was harder for one of us. And because in our heads, something might have been more important, right? Air quotes, more important. But the purpose of the rule is to, is to, is to make things safe and to make dates fun and light. And dates can't be fun and light if you're, if you're talking about, you know, not making uh, payroll or whatever, whatever the emergency of the day is. There was always going to be big challenges, but it was really important to establish that no matter how 
urgent. Our, our relationship was first and foremost. Our marriage was first and foremost. If, it, if, if one thing was going to fail, it was going to be our business, not our marriage. That was something we decided together. And that might not be for everyone. There's probably people out there that would rather have their business succeed. And that's okay. I'm not making any judgment. For, but for us, we decided our marriage came first. And so focusing on our, our marriage and prioritizing that, and prioritizing our personal relationship. So did you focus on scheduling these date times at the at the beginning? Dates? Yeah. Oh, we've had we've had scheduled date nights for most of our, you know, we've been married for 15 years now and uh we've been in business together for 14 years or so and I think um yeah, we've had date nights for most of most of that uh time. And when things are going bad in 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 business, you, if there's there is a struggle, how do you continue to make sure those date nights are a priority when when it's so easy to be like hey this is great we're have uninterrupted time one-on-one to discuss this how do you keep that the priority we just we just do we just force force the issue we just hold ourselves accountable and hold each other accountable to to our priority it's like anything else in in business and in life when when somebody when you prioritize something you got to focus on it now there could are, are there occasional um to to change that up yeah sure but you wouldn't do it on the date right so like so like, let's say, I don't know, we're about to lose a big client. And I'm freaking out. I might have canceled a date and said, hey, I need this time to work on this. Uh, if you if you if, if there's any way you can help me because I know she has the time available. Um, that's great. If not, I understand. That's how I might cancel the date if, if, if a work thing came up and she might do the same. But once we once we show up for the date, we're on we're on date time. And, 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 and there's so there's an already pre-contracted to have fun and to be on a date and be connected with each other and not talk about the business period end of story yeah that makes a lot of sense and it probably is great advice for non-business for couples that are listening and they've got something going on in their relationship and and the date could be a safe spot to just nourish the relationship and put those other things on hold temporarily while they have a nice time together nourishing time totally i think for non business partner uh partners the stakes are a little bit less um for talking about work but i still think it's a good best practice to not inundate your husband or wife a boyfriend or girlfriend with you know your work problems because <laughs> it, it gets really easy to just continue to vent about the day and then you're i think i heard once someone said oh you're drowning in work and you're treading for water and your spouse is there and rather than letting them throw you a life raft you pull them down into the water and tell them all the stuff all the details way more details than they need to know and they're drowning too now dates are, are about connecting and having fun in general, talking about talking about work is not the best way. E- even when bis- when you know, when you're in, in your business partner, not the best way to connect and have fun. And before we move on from dates, what is an example of a fun date that you and Carrie have had recently? Well, I'm very excited tonight. I'm uh, I surprised Carrie. I'm I'm taking her to our favorite restaurant in New York, uh, uh, a caviar Russe restaurant, and then we're going to see a musical. Uh, of The Office, a parody of The Office, which is one of our favorite TV shows, and the first musical that Carrie will have seen uh, since uh, since Broadway uh, reopened after the pandemic. So I'm very excited about that date. Um, but to answer your question in terms of a another uh, recent date, I mean, we we go out every you know, so Saturday night is, is date night. Um, like to exercise, so sometimes we'll go on a long walk or a hike um, when the weather when the weather's good. Um, 
you know, those are sort of the more typical uh, dates. But then we, we take some crazy dates too. the best best date of my life. And I'm going to sound like a, a, maybe a spoiled rich person now. So, so with apologies in advance, but we flew to Block Island, which is an island off the coast of uh, Long Island, where we live in between New York and Rhode Island. And we we had a date on this island uh, and flew back. It was like, you know, unbelievable. That was to be fair. That was an anniversary anniversary date celebration. And you've had a lot to celebrate lately, so you deserve to to do something extra special. But it's funny that you're going to a musical that just so happens to feature one of the most iconic work relationships ever, Jim and Pam. I love Jim. We love Jim and Pam. Uh, we, we love Jim and Pam. Um, they are they are an absolutely iconic uh, iconic business relationship. And Carrie and I met while working at, at, at Disney together. In fact. Um, but it wasn't quite actually it wasn't too dissimilar from Jim and Pam in as much as Carrie was married at the time. And of course, Pam was uh, dating, uh, dating um, the guy from uh, the fact, the uh, factory. I can't believe I, I don't remember his name now. Was it? Uh, oh, it's, it was Roy. It was Roy. Roy, Roy yes. Yeah, so and he ended up being a pretty cool character at the end. <laughs> and Roy, Roy, Roy's cool. And Roy's not too dissimilar from Carrie's first husband. He's a nice guy. Um, but, um, you know, they were, they weren't meant to be together. Pam and Roy were not meant to be together. Pam was meant for Jim and Carrie and Dave were meant to be together. So, yeah. And Roy ended up being after he left uh, him and Pam split up, he ended up, you know, learning the piano and, and all this success and other things. So, yeah, <laughs> worked exactly, out. exactly. You know, and the, uh, this is a, this is an uh, uh, unrelated sort of a non sequitur. But for, for folks that are in business that are listening to this, when um, when I help when i coach people on firing people i i always talk about how it's best for them it's it's not good for the person to be working in something where the relation where the fit isn't right and so the best thing you can do for them is to let them go and the same thing with pam and roy right roy roy found his best life so so it's the same thing when we need to part ways um with people that work w- with us or frankly any relationship that's not working out right it's not we we we, we feel guilty and sad, but when we think about it from their perspective and we're helping them get to a better place where in their best life, then, um, then I think it makes it easier for everyone. That's a great point. And speaking about employees, that's great because my next kind of thought was disagreements with employees when the boss and the other boss happen to be married. And it can be difficult to go to one and say, hey. Uh, you know, this project's really frustrating me and this is why. How do you overcome that? Well, it comes down to what I talked about before, clear roles. And so Carrie, Carrie manages people and I manage, or they, I don't anymore, of course, because I'm not in this business at all, but but anymore. But um, when, when we were in business together, Carrie would manage some people and I would manage others. And uh, just like, you know, you can't go to mom and ask for one thing and then go to dad. You know, you, you go to the person that, that that you report to and that's that. And if somebody that was was, you know, working for Carrie came to me, I would say, go talk to Carrie, period, end of story. Like and that's that's really important um, for Carrie to know that that's going to happen. Same way if somebody that's reporting to me goes to Carrie, she's going to say, hey, go talk to Tate. Yeah, this is it's it, I wasn't intending on this with the episode, but it, it really these are great li- like lessons for raising kids or great lessons for any relationship, really, because that's the same thing with kids. Like, oh, you know, don't ask me. Your mom said you can't do it. Go back and talk to her. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that my last book was uh, called The Art of People. Uh, 11 simple people skills that will get you everything you want. And it started off, the way I was thinking about it was a business book in terms of 
uh, relationships at, at work. And as I as I as I was writing it, I realized that it, it actually was far broader and far more um, applicable to you know all, all, all the stuff that I was writing about and thinking about was applicable to any sort of relationship in life. And I, I really do believe there's so much similarity here in, in uh, working with someone and being with someone, raising kids, all, all, all these different types of relationships. Um, there's a lot of these uh, types of um, insights, I think, that can apply no matter what. I think it'd be easy to talk about a lot of the negatives of working with your life partner. And I think that's what gets highlighted a lot when people talk about it. But there's so much positive and the growth that a business can see. And as you've witnessed, when you are all in with someone you trust 100% and you're always going to have each other's back is just unbelievable. So I'd rather talk about the positive story. So tell me some something positive about it what, besides what we've already said. Yeah, I mean, I, the trust, I, I mentioned the trust and it's, and, and it's just, it can't be overstated. You know, who do I want to be in a foxhole with? Who do I want to be with when and who do I want to be in a foxhole with when uh, we're under attack and the times are challenging? Well, Carrie, you know, the, per- the woman I love, the person I'm, I'm spending the rest of my life with, that's, that's my person. So, so yeah, every all the good times are better with her and all the bad times are, are, are better with her too. They're mitigated by, by being with that person that I, I know can, can be my go-to, that I, I, I trust and love unconditionally. I mean, it, what can I say? It's the best. I'm surprised more people don't do it. And I, I get that. I get that some things are scary and sometimes people are, I don't know, I, I hear a lot of folks, th- say, they say to us, wow, how could you do that? I could never do that. I mean, for me, I, I, it's hard to, I guess, I guess now I'm not, it's, it's interesting because for the first time in, in, in 15 years, we are uh, not working together right now. I mean, we're still, we're still, you know, we're running a, um, a, a, an investment fund together and, and, and we both have our own, you know, businesses but we're not working together day to day anymore. And um, but I, I can't really think of another way than than working than be, than my business, my, my key business partner being my wife. I mean, it's, it's really it's the best. What do you miss? I'm like now that you're not working day to day together. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is just the time, right? It's just I, I, I just have less time with her. Right. I mean, that's that's just a reality. We we still have we're still you know, we're still both entrepreneurs. So we still have great flexibility. So we actually added a second we have a we have a uh, day date now, so we we, we layered in um, uh, Monday afternoons. So now we go out Saturday nights and Monday afternoons. We have a little day date that we just added to our calendar. So that's really nice on the positive side. But yeah, on the negative side, I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, spending uh, nearly as much time with her as when we were more closely uh, working together. So of course, that's a bit of a bummer. With those dates, who plans them? Good question. I think we alternate. Um, I think I probably plan a little bit more than she does, but hopefully she won't listen to that and be uh, too upset. Uh, I, I know. I think we, um, we, we both enjoy planning uh, from time to time. So they just, they're on your calendar recurring every week. It, it's there and you have the dates and then you don't have to think about if it's going to happen. It's always going to happen. That's right. I, and, and that was a, by the way, one of the things we fought about early on in the marriage slash business was, um, was scheduling because my wife is really not um, as uh, how do I say this kindly? She's not she's not a scheduler type person, not a big, a big you know calendar structure schedule type person. Okay, and I think it took her a little while to kind of see the light, but now I think she, I think she would also agree that she appreciates it a lot. And and um, and for me, it's great. I mean, yeah, I know we don't even have. I'm gonna 
have two dates with her a week. And we also certainly for, for, for our whole marriage and we, we've prioritized dinners as well. So we have family dinner every, every night and it's, it's pretty rare that we miss that really, but certainly rare that both of us would miss that. Um, yeah, it's great to have it right on the calendar. It's so great to have it and mm-hmm. not worry about it. Yeah, the only thing is, hey, who's planning this week? Who's planning up? Who's planning next week? Tonight's date was a was a surprise that I've had in the in the in the making for a, a few weeks. You'll appreciate this. I actually got um, for Carrie's birthday. Uh, I got uh, Andy Buckley, who plays uh, David Wallace on The Office. He did a cameo for her, and he went above and beyond. He did this incredible, incredible seventeen uh, minute cameo for her birthday so i actually reached back out to him and he did a he did a cameo announcing our date uh (laughs) for tonight which was really fun i played that this morning for her how cool is that that is that that date sounds exciting maybe i ought to fly up there and and do the same thing but the the early fear i had when we were contemplating my wife leaving her corporate job she had a she had a great job running a nursing home with 105 beds with an assisted living and memory care and 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 she's gifted in that field was basically putting all of our eggs in one basket and the family business being the end all be all like that that's what we were going to work on there wasn't this separate thing to kind of fall back on if we if something went wrong did you ever have that fear yeah, early, or well, more Carrie than I uh, early on. Um, you know, when we started the business, um, I was actually, she was a sales manager and I was a teacher. And we started the business uh, kind of part time, like, like m- many folks do. And we had a good conversation, really good conversation. Um, basically, uh, throughout the summer that I had off as a teacher, I would focus on, on, on starting to build the business, getting as many clients as I could. Depending on how well I did or we did, if we did really poorly, we'd sort of like keep it as a part-time hustle, and I I'd go back to, um, I go back to teaching. If we did, you know, well enough uh, to um, keep at it, um, but not well enough for Carrie to leave her job, which had which provided health insurance, we would do that. And then if we hit a certain level of revenue, we would. Uh, Go all in, and uh, fortunately, we 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 did hit that level of revenue, and and I didn't go back to teaching. And Carrie left her uh, her full time sales manager job um, in order to focus on the business, and you know the rest is history. But yeah, we were very thoughtful about that from the from the beginning. And this will be my final question, and then I'll give you some time to tell us what you're up to now and how we can support you and in, in your work, but. If you could do it all over again and start back over in business, would you do the same thing again? Oh, hundred percent. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. And actually, I've learned so many lessons along the way around um, turning gifts, turning our challenges and problems into gifts and opportunities. Um, I, I would not change it. And not not a thing in my life. If I could go back, uh, I would. Uh, everything had its purpose and its lesson, and I'm I'm grateful for all of it. That's great. I think that you and Carrie could do a, a joint book told from two different perspectives about this. You have more experience than most folks have with this. And in this time where folks are leaving and starting their own businesses in, in, in droves, I think that there's going to be more and more people looking to do this. And the basic story that we're hearing is that it's a bad idea. <laughs> and it's already a, a, it's hard enough to do and have the courage to step out on your own 
without that negative narrative that's happening about working with your spouse. Yeah, well, listen, you and my literary agent both uh, think that. So perhaps we will we will get to it. You know, Carrie's got um, uh, the earn out now uh, on the on the uh, on the company that we sold. uh, And I've got a couple new businesses that I'm working on. But um, but at some point, perhaps we will do a book together. Thanks for uh, suggesting it. Yeah. So what are you up to now and how can we support you? And are there any other thoughts you want to leave us with? Well, thanks. I mean, my, my, my core business right now, the business I'm most focused on and certainly most excited about is called Apprentice. Uh, we're a managed marketplace that connects CEOs and entrepreneurs with the best and brightest college students. Uh, so imagine if you were the, if you're a small business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if you wanted to hire a Harvard business student, uh, after they graduated, you pay him or her $100,000. So most small business owners I know can't afford that. But you can have that same exact talent a year before they graduate from Harvard Business School for one-fifth of the cost. And now you're getting a brilliant talent to help you with marketing, with biz dev, with data, and analytics, with operations um, for a very, very small fraction of what the full-time uh, graduate uh, cost would be. So that that's that's what I'm what I'm most focused on right now. I'm really excited about that business and anyone that um, is listening that's either a college student or an entrepreneur, uh, 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 a small business owner can check out chooseapprentice.com and learn learn more about that. Um, and then we have a virtual events business as well for anyone that uh, wants to celebrate with their whole company and office but doesn't want to actually get together in person. They can go to celebrating.live to learn more about that. That's great. And how long have you been working on the Celebrating.Live business? I, I launched the business a year and a half ago. My, my mom passed away during the pandemic. Uh, we launched a virtual memorial service business called Remembering.Live. We served over 500 families and over 10,000 uh, people uh, doing virtual memorial services during the pandemic. And, and as the pandemic lifted, um, people started getting together in person again for funerals. So that, that, that business quickly declined, which was ultimately a very, very good thing for humanity. So I'm pretty happy about that. But along the way, we realized that uh, companies still weren't ready to get together in person. And so we spun out Celebrating.Live as a, as a, as a, uh, as a brand within Remembering.Live. And so that we did that about a year ago. And it's, 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 gone, it's gone pretty bonkers, actually. Uh, the world uh, loves their Zoom parties. And we, we, we've been fortunate to put together some amazing ones for Amazon and Unilever and some of the biggest companies in the world. That's fantastic. Congratulations on that. And I will link to your website, your books, to chooseapprentice.com, celebrating.live, and all the other places and things that we've talked about so far on the show notes for this episode. But I'm just so grateful you came on and educated me a bit about the positive side of working with your life partner. Uh, there, there are challenges in the beginning, but to be clear, it is it has been for me uh, an absolute dream and a, a true, a true dream. So I am really grateful that I could, uh, could share the positives with you. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the James Quandall show. The show notes for this episode and other goodies can be found at quandall.com. Are you enjoying the show? If you are, please subscribe and leave a review. I may end up reading your review live on the next episode. Subscribing, leaving a review, and telling your friends about the show is the best way to support me and help the show grow. See you next time.